Imagine that you're the CEO of a wine retailer and want to better engage your customers and maximize loyalty. So instead of going through a normal loyalty program, you decide to create an NFT-based loyalty program where your most loyal customers earn NFTs the more they purchase wine with you. Through these NFTs, customers are able to participate in private wine tasting events and even to pick the grapes mixed for your next wine launch. This definitely makes the relationship much more engaging and close. At the same time, imagine that you're the reseller of design lamps that are very expensive but extremely nice and you want to find a way for potential customers to experience the exact lighting that they produce. Therefore, you create an AR-powered app where you scan your home and you're able to exactly see it with a fine, you know, final lighting. Much more real, right? And I'm sure you might be like, Andrea, how is this all possible? How can you solve in minutes problems that the industry today takes weeks, if not months, to solve? This sounds more like a fictional script from the Netflix Black Mirror series, right? But it's not. It's much more real than the Black Mirror. And it represents some of the real-world applications of Web3 technologies to the retail sector. So, let's better understand a little bit what is going on when, you know, about digital transformation in retail. Because it is expected to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 14.3% until 2028. And the advent of digital technologies for collecting, storing, analyzing, and distributing information has created new dynamics in the digital transformations of the retail market. The fastest growing market is Asia Pacific and still the biggest market is North America. But if we can agree that digital transformation is underway at the moment in the retail sector, we still have to admit that, besides some timid experiments and pilot projects, the retail industry is not very clear yet about the potential impacts and opportunities of Web3 on its business, from traceability of products across the supply chain to immersive shopping experiences through the metaverse, from crypto payments to generative AI for CRM, eventually helping to do what the industry aims for since its inception better serve the shopper when, where, and how they want to consume. And this is why I've spent the last weeks talking to experts from the biggest retail companies across the globe and have put together this article that describes what are the main impacts of Web3 technologies on the retail industry. Here's your host, Andrea Iorio speaking. I'm an Italian keynote speaker to more than 100 companies per year focusing on digital transformation, leadership and innovation, and a best-selling author of two books in Portuguese. I'm based out of New York City, but I worked over the last 10 years in Brazil as the head of Tinder and as chief digital officer at L'Oreal. I'm an economist specialized in behavioral science from Bocconi University. I hold a master's degree in international relations from Johns Hopkins and I currently teach at the executive MBA at Fundação Don Cabral, the top executive business school in Latin America, according to the Financial Times ranking. And if you enjoy the podcast and want to get in touch, you can contact me at andreayoro.com or on LinkedIn, or engage daily with my community of more than 60,000 followers with contents at the intersection of business, technology, behavioral science, and philosophy. So, hit me up there. So, the first trend that I want to talk about is the metaverse for immersive shopping experiences. And to be honest, uh, one of the great opportunities that the metaverse is providing to the retail industry is uh, to improve the shopper's experience through immersive worlds, right? Because uh, this allows customers to engage with uh, immersive retail experiences while moving seamlessly between virtual and physical environments thanks to virtual reality or augmented reality. Well, an example of this 
Nike teamed up with Roblox to create Nikeland, a virtual world created on Roblox that saw 7 million visitors over the course of its first two months. It built on the expertise of Nike's new acquired metaverse agency, Artifact, in order to facilitate a gaming experience that was Nike-branded and, crucially, allowed users to buy virtual goods from Nike itself. Nike's digital results, in no small part due to those metaverse experiences, now represent 26% of its total Nike brand revenue. And as part of that effort, Nikeland has to date received over 21 million visitors, according to Roblox, and has been favorited by almost 118,000 gamers. And uh, Winnie Burke is head of fashion and beauty partnerships at Roblox, and she explained in an interview for The Drum that the via viability of a metaverse experience, as with real-world retail, relies on the introduction of new products. She said, Evergreen experiences on Roblox, such as Gucci Town, Vans Ward, and Nikeland, keep players coming back because they have created engaging social spaces with ongoing content updates where fans can discover new products in an authentic and interactive way. And so, uh, you know, in addition to introducing new clothing items, Nikeland has been emulating gaming's release and refresh approach. For example, during NBA All-Star Week, for example, Nike commissioned Le LeBron James to visit Nikeland, during which time participants were rewarded for physical gameplay with the ability to unlock virtual products. What are the key tenants to make all of this work? Well, Darren Tsui, chief executive of Together Labs, has argued that a successful metaverse execution requires three attributes. It needs to have presence, social presence. It needs to be persistent. When users come back, there's some sort of continuity and not a reboot. And lastly, more importantly, it needs to be shared. Multiple people will need to be able to interact in the metaverse. The second application that I want to talk about is the blockchain for product traceability. Because when it comes to potential impacts in retail, we can list several ones for, but one, you know, main one, blockchain, is product traceability. Uh, others are easier transactions through smart contracts or even more efficiency, but let's focus for a moment on product traceability. At Walmart, all this started in 2016 when the vice president of food safety in the company asked his team to trace a package of sliced mangoes to the source. It took his team 6 days, 18 hours and 26 minutes, and while all the data was there in the system, arriving at the information took a long time. Then, after partnering with IBM to create a food traceability system based on the Hyperledger Fabric, a project hosted by the Linux Foundation, Walmart could trace the mango stored in its US stores within 2.2 seconds, literally, at the speed of thought. In August 2017, Walmart announced a blockchain partnership with big names in the supply chain industry such as Dole, Kroger, McCormick, Nestle, Tyson Foods, and Unilever to collaborate and find new applications that could help increase food traceability. By September 2018, it was possible for the company to trace over 25 products from as many as five different suppliers, including mangoes, leafy greens, strawberries, dairy products, and so on. The system was so efficient that one could take a jar of product or a salad box and trace the ingredients back to the farms or from where they were harvested. Furthermore, actually, well, this first of all reduces the risk of counterfeit products across the blockchain, you know. But businesses can maintain over more control over outsourced contract manufacturing, for example. Blockchain provides all parties with their respective supply chain with access to the same information, potentially reducing communication or transfer data errors. 
less time can be spent validating data and more can be spent on delivering goods and services of high quality. The third pillar I want to talk about is AI for customer experience. Well, truth is that AI can provide support for retail operations, increasing profits and optimizing business processes. AI services in the retail sector are predicted to increase from $5 billion to above $31 billion by 2028. And why such an interest in AI technology in the retail world? Well, the sector generates waves of data every day, spanning products, customers, promotions, sales trends, almost anything you can think of. And thanks to machine learning and automation, this data can be processed to benefit real companies, giving them a tremendous competitive advantage. One of the improvements is in customer experience. AI can help retailers provide the best possible customer experience. Improvements range from reducing shopping time with automated checkouts to more personalized discounts to offering round-the-clock customer service with chatbots. Thanks to these solutions, it's now easier than ever to exceed customer expectations, meaning higher satisfaction and more brand loyalty. But the possibilities don't end there. Companies are even creating checkout-free experiences, meaning no queues and ultimate convenience. Amazon was the first company to introduce an AI-powered store through the innovative Amazon Go, which uses computer vision to spot when customers put something in their basket. Then, when they leave the store, Amazon charges their account directly. Better experiences can come also from AI-powered personalized CRM. Did you know that as many as 72% of customers will only engage with personalized messaging? So, by analyzing customer behavior, you can send more personalized offers and increase sales. Also, it helps on better placement of products. You can even tailor recommendations based on what a customer has looked at or bought, time of the day they typically show up, or the promotions they're most likely to buy. Algorithms can quickly analyze historical data on variables like consumer preferences, product location, sales seasons, and weather conditions, and so on. Well, this brings about good results because AI can help retailers make better decisions. Look, according to Chatbots magazine, 44% of executives say AI's most important benefit is generating insights they can use to make data-driven decisions. For example, by analyzing data about previous advertising campaigns, promotions, and customer preferences, businesses can draw up appropriate conclusions and better plan future actions. In doing so, they remove the guesswork and increase campaign effectiveness. Overall, it is clear now that AI can help retailers in many fronts, not least customer experiences and efficiencies. And last but not least, the fourth pillar I want to talk about are NFTs for communities building. Well, I mean, NFTs has been the buzzword uh, of the last years. And when we look at that, uh, we can see Starbucks, for example, being a great example uh, of you know, using NFTs for loyalty because, you know, in the end of 2022, Starbucks launched a blockchain-based loyalty program in NFT community called Starbucks Odyssey. The initiative was launched through a partnership with Forum3 that helped build out the coffee giant's NFT project and where Adam Brodman is the co-founder. In September, Starbucks said it envisioned the program as a way for its most loyal customers to earn a broader, more diverse set of rewards beyond the perks that they can get today, like free drinks. Instead, Odyssey introduced a new platform where customers can engage with interactive activities called Journeys that, when completed, allow members to earn collectible Journey stamps, which is Starbucks's less technical terminology for NFTs. 
Aside from Starbucks, Web3 customers' loyalty-focused Forum 3 has been working mainly with consumer brands, retailers, including restaurants, sport leagues, and direct-to-consumer subscription companies. Because, you know, uh, Broadman, the co-founder, said, Odyssey is an extension of the Starbucks loyalty program. It's an opportunity to innovate and extend loyalty. Separately, earlier this year, Nike launched an NFT and metaverse platform, Swoosh, which will allow shoe fanatics to trade and create digital wearables and virtual sneakers. A loyalty program is often centered around giving something to customers in return for their loyalty to a brand. And so, what does the brand give in return? You know, most of the time, discounts and digital convenience, you know. But what if these digital points or royalty rewards could actually be owned by customers? That's, you know, what NFTs do, you know. True digital ownership comes into play and provides a much more immersive loyalty layer. And so we have to understand that not only NFTs, but as we've said, metaverse, the blockchain, AI overall are technologies that are impacting deeply the retail sector and we cannot avoid paying attention. So that's it for today. I wanted to leave these provocations about the sector and see you in the next episode of Metanoia Lab.